Podcasters Cut. My name is Joey. With me, as always, is the very peaceful George. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and uh, today we're going to talk about some movies. Movies. Uh, specifically, we're going to talk about two different movies that came out, what, last week, I think? Yeah, uh, I think. Malig- it was Malignant and Candyman. I think Candyman came out like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, definitely not this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about those two movies. But before that, we have some movie news. Movie well, news. Well, this is not really movie news. Most people already know about this. Um, if, well, in case you don't. Um, no, all of our listeners don't go looking at movie news because they just wait until the podcast comes right. out. And then they just listen to right. us talk about it. So something I read was that Christopher Nolan is doing his first movie. Not with Warner Brothers. Over 19 years of making movies with yeah, Warner Brothers. Dude. That's crazy. Watch I it mean, suck. I don't think so. It's with <laughs> what, Universal. What would you do if the movie comes out and it's just terrible? It's like bad. I'd say it sucks. Would you? Would you think that? I wouldn't like throw my popcorn or like right. spit at the screen or something. <laughs> would you think that it's? Would you blame Christopher? No. Would you say that Warner Brothers made Christopher Nolan good then? At that point. That's kind of like a very Tom Brady, Bill Belichick yeah. kind of like uh, I mean, because realistically speaking, this is kind of how it, that's a very good analogy as to how this is. Warner Brothers and Legendary and all and Sin Copy, Sin Copy, which is his, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Like I feel like it's I don't crazy. Think so it's just the person, like, it's just the studio backing the money, kind of like and kind of providing all this other stuff. Well, I mean, he's pretty much said he's not working with them ever again. Yeah, mainly I think like cause, just because like Warner Brothers has been like lately kind of dropping the ball on a lot of the different movie projects that they've had hbo max is taking over man it's a movement but universal's doing the same thing i know it was funny too because he announced that he was going to be doing the movie with universal and then like the next day they announced that movie news uh universal is the people who make halloween and halloween kills is going to be launched on peacock for free if you actually pay for the service yeah so they the same day in theaters which is exactly what he was complaining about when tenet came out and he got his way and now universal has just kind of been like hey by the way we're gonna do this too hope you yeah. don't mind <laughs> i mean i think he's just screwed either way but i mean that's just how i think he's thinking going. like hey man no one got peacock <laughs> no yeah i mean nobody, nobody really let's be honest peacock. no one has peacock <laughs> i mean i know i don't i i think i would do like the free trial just to see like Mm-hmm. Like if there's like a specific movie I don't want to watch in theaters or like yeah. something that I kind of just I can only watch on there. I mean I have Peacock for football, but that's it. Right, you do, huh? Yeah, I just got it this past week because football that's came different. back. Yeah, no, it's it's 100 percent different. I'm paying for a service. It's like if you're paying for a specific service that you can't get without like either cable or something else. Exactly, and the good thing about me paying for the service is that I also get Halloween kills. And I, if you listen to this podcast, you know I love Halloween, so this is gonna be dope. Yeah. And then uh, the other, other thing, I, huh? My What's other, your other one? one? Yeah, because I guess the other one. I want to know what this one is. Uh oh wow. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, speaking of like different like services, Dish yeah. Network. No. It has this like thing going around where mm-hmm. like if they will pay somebody, you can apply for it. If you have Dish Network or something like that, you you can go on us us Dish Network us Dish dot com. Mouthful. Uh, and then apply to be a person who watches. 13 Stephen King movies, like uh, horror films. Oh, wow. For $1,300. And you you have to do like a survey at like towards the end or something mm. like that. You know, just kind of like talking about like, oh, who I watched it with, what I thought of the, about the movie. Mainly, I think what they're looking for is like the, the streaming quality. and like Yeah, right. How, that makes sense. Of how it is and like uh, how the view, the 
the way they watch it is like you know okay or like mm-hmm. does it work for your type of per like people you are and i think they're just going to be looking for a lot of different demographics mm-hmm. so i mean i if you are applying i would definitely put in like latino or black <laughs> or Chinese. like uh, if you're in a, a different ethnicity definitely put that use that if shit you, to your advantage yeah if you say you have a bigger family that's good too I would say if you have a smaller family, like just put all your different demographics on there. Yeah. Just like so that way you can just be like, oh, that way they'll be like, oh, this person will give us a longer range. Right. Recently, I keep forgetting to bring this up to you. Oh, what's up? I found out that where I'm living at, or mm-hmm. well, I'm living with my girlfriend now, and uh, you said it was such a, it was just a, like, don't judge me, kind of a look. You no, live, no, no, you no. so happen to live with her. It's not like yeah, she's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um. I found out we're um, one of those families that gets mm-hmm. asked, like that, like they they look at what you're watching and then they uh-huh. they, they they track that. What is it called? Oh man, I don't know. It's like spying on you, bro. Sounds like someone's watching. No, what you're it's watching. like how they track like how like the how the viewership of people. Oh like, okay. Oh my god, it's something family. It's you're a something family. Oh my god. I don't I don't know. <sighs> I honestly don't know this one. You don't know? Yes, mm-hmm. you do. You, if you really think about it, you do know it. <laughs> the terms? I don't think I do, bro. Yeah, because like they ask you like, oh, you know, how many people in your household? Uh-huh. And then like, oh, do you like do you prefer how much time a day do you watch TV? Uh-huh. Uh, it's like a TV census or something. Yeah, yeah, like a TV census, okay. but like the, there's like an actual fam like there's it's been a long it's family been, feud. No, come on, man. <laughs> it's a census, but like for TV. I forgot. Huh, no, I don't know this. I can try to look it up and see if anything pops yeah, up. Yeah, look it up. How but do you know you're a part of it? Because we literally like get money for it sometimes. What? You do? Not a lot. But like, still, hey, man, that's cool. Computer use, internet use. I don't know. I'm still looking. Say, so, like, put like TV family census right. or family TV census. I'm looking. I'm looking. We're, people, we're like a. I bet people want. If people were watching, they would, they would write in the chat. And they'd be like, I wish. <laughs> everyone's gonna be like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I'll be you're honest, a, bro. Damn. I'm looking, dude. There's nothing that really comes out. You're not looking the right things. Anyways, oh, probably. But that was my that was possible. my movie news about um about the Stephen King stuff, like watching 13 movies. But you know what? I really thought about it. I. You don't get it. I don't know if you get to choose the Stephen King movies, or if they just give them to you. Because, like, here here's a good question: How many can you can you actually name thirteen Stephen King horror movies? Horror movies. Yeah, I bet at six or seven you're gonna be like, okay, now I really gotta think. Yeah, no, I don't think I can. I Try mean, it. including remakes? <laughs> uh, no. So not including remakes. All right, so it part one and it part two. Okay, there's yeah. those two. I'm not gonna do Stand by Me because you said horror, so that doesn't yeah, count. It's not a count. Um, I think it's called Ride the Bullet. It was a t- made-for-TV movie that it was about a roller coaster. That one. doesn't count. Why doesn't that count? Because it's a made-by-TV movie. Because remember, it's gonna be like from Dish TV, like network. It's gotta be. They could still have access to those. They put I on the original Steven. You don't think so? I mean, you're using it chapter one and chapter two. You didn't use it, the one from TV. No, because you said you. I could only choose horror movies. No, no remakes. Because you said you either pick one or the oh, other, right? Yeah. So I went with the one that gives me two instead of one. Because you know they're going to show that one. They're not going to show the TV made for TV. I one. don't know. The made for TV one is actually pretty good. Uh, oh, okay. But let's do Salem's Lot. Okay. okay. Uh Christine. Wait, Salem's Lot? That's from. Yeah. Okay. Or Pet Cemetery. 
Uh, maybe I'm getting thinking, confused. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Salem's Lot is not one, huh? Salem's Lot. No, it doesn't sound like it. Okay, then fine. Uh, so two, then Pet Cemetery. Uh-huh. Uh, Cujo, Christine. So that's mm-hmm. five. Let's see. What else do I got? Carrie. Yeah. Um, ooh, Secret Window with Johnny Depp. I actually recently had a debate with somebody. I, I, cause oh, what? Because I didn't what? know that. I said that one, and they said, like, oh, I don't know if that's a Stephen King movie. It is. It yeah, is, right? it's, a, it's a novella. It's and a short they, story. And then they said, wrote. is that a scary movie? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, kind of is. I'm not going to spoil the ending in case people haven't watched it. Honestly, yeah. I honestly think that's a really good Johnny Depp movie. Yeah. It's a really good mystery. You have no idea what's going on, and at the end, it just boggles your mind. Yeah, he doesn't play a kooky character in that one. No, he plays a kooky character. <laughs> oh, wow. I, um, the one that you love, Misery, right? Okay. Oh, I don't love Misery. I, I thought just, it was your favorite one. It's one of my favorites, yeah. So that's eight, right? I think. Yeah. Um, Misery. Then there's a Shining. There's Doctor Sleep. So that's ten. Damn, you got through them pretty quick. Yeah. But you did say something like TV movies, like Christine's a technically. A cr- oh, is it a movie. is it a TV movie? Oh, no. okay. Well, a lot of his movies are TV movies. No, you named a lot that weren't. I just named. It, it gets harder when you start narrowing it down to horror movies. It's chapter two. Uh, yeah. And then you said. I said Christine. Chris, but what's the other one? Oh, uh, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. And then what did you say after that? Cujo. Cujo. Uh, what else? Ooh, Secret see. Window. Secret and Window. You, and then you said Doctor Sleep and Shining. And Carrie. And Carrie. And then I'm missing one because I had another one. Oh, damn! Maybe I only had nine. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait, that was... So, cool. nine. Nine. I was cool. like, you went kind of quick through them, and I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe I counted Christine twice by accident. Yeah. There's another one. I know there's another one. I can't think of it, and if my friend Jaime is listening, he's going to yell at me. So, there's <laughs> some that... Okay. But there's a lot of them that here's aren't horror. That, here's some that I feel like wouldn't they wouldn't show. Okay. Uh, In the tall, the tall Grass or something like that. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Because it's a Netflix movie. Oh. Gerald's Game. Technically, not really a scary movie. There's but. two of them, too. Is there, t- but then one's a TV movie and one's Netflix. Ah, I feel like the Netflix one would count, but they wouldn't be able to because it's owned by Netflix. You're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's another one. Oh, man, there's a couple of ones. Like, yeah. a couple of, like, movies. And I'm like, damn. Like, uh, there's Maximum Overdrive. Oh, I completely forget about that movie. And one that we used to talk about, Creepshow. Oh, snap. <laughs> I forgot about that. I knew as soon as I said damn. it, you would be like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, that's the one probably Jaime would have been yelling at me about. Probably Selena too. Huh? It's probably Selena too. It's probably it was probably yelling creep show the entire time. Uh, I don't know, man. There's a there's a lot of good ones that aren't horror. I mean, like Stand by Me. There's also mm-hmm. The Green Mile that I really love. Um, what's the other one? There's one more that I really like that isn't horror. In the Tall Grass. That's what. It yeah, you had mentioned that one. Yeah, yeah, no, but I I I thought I mentioned it wrong. <laughs> I can't even think of the other ones. But that's there's Rest Stop. Oh, I don't even know that one. And that's the thing with Stephen King movies is that. So many times you could probably be watching a movie and then not realize it's Stephen King. Is it The Mist? Oh, yes, The Mist. Yeah, and yeah. I do actually like that movie. It's a good movie. Is but it yeah. The Mist or The Fog? No, The Fog is the one with Tom Welling. The Mist is the good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I don't know. I would do it. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know how, like... Be a good podcast the next day. <laughs> I, but so you have to finish all those movies before August... Or, uh, Not August. October, October 31st. 31st. The, the time to, like... Uh, sign up for it or mm-hmm. apply for it. It's October eighth, so hopefully this you guys get get to hear this before then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, you can watch all these movies pretty quickly. You can knock them out in a week. Mm, I don't know. Thirteen, two movies a day. Come on, son. That's a lot of movies. 
Man, we watch two movies a day practically all the time. <laughs> we watch two movies a week, bro. Joey, Joey was and literally lucky. Like, not, I was literally watching it right yeah. before. I'm not putting it on blast. It's just funny because like we were just watching ten minutes of a movie, so yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Um, speaking of other movie news, uh, one thing that I have been speaking very profusely, and I talked about it last week. My one of my problems with the Eternals is that Angelina Jolie is the main character, yeah, or at least one of the main characters, oh, and I'm worried like, about her being in this movie because. I don't seen like a female lead. No, of course. They, uh, clearly, I don't love a female lead. Right. I just loved Black Widow and Wonder Woman, and I don't like female leads. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I honestly, I don't. Her acting can be hit or miss for me. Like sometimes she's really good, and then other times, what's a miss? What's a miss? Beowulf. Um, she Salt. was good in that. I think she was pretty good. I hated her in that movie. Salt was the kind. Of, I, I blame the script. Uh, I don't blame her acting. The one, there was another one with dancing, which she was in Johnny Depp, where she was also kind of an assassin, which was bad. Oh, uh, the the foreigner. Pro, no, the foreigner, the foreigner. Yeah. No, no, no. The foreigner is the Jackie Chan movie. It's another one. Mm, it's something foreign though. Something like that, right? I don't remember. But there was that one that I didn't like either. Uh, there's Changeling. I never watched it. It's actually pretty good. I know because it's an interesting story. <laughs> like it's a it's based on a real, real event, isn't it? Uh, what's the yeah hackers? Hackers? I forgot that she comes out in Hackers. Mm-hmm. Selena and me laugh about that movie all the time because it's a ridiculously funny movie. I mean, you could have gone with the easy targets, the ones where like the, where she played the video game one. Uh, what was it? Oh, Laura Croft. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that movie. You like both? Mm, the first one better than the second one, obviously. <laughs> uh, there no. was Pandora's box and something else. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the Maleficent two movie i didn't i didn't get a watch but it, i was just like why and that's the thing she oh the tourist that's what it was called tourist yeah. um there's a lot that's of movies close. on here that like and that's the thing right i didn't go for the easy ones where like you mentioned right like sky captain in the world of tomorrow or shark tale like i didn't go for those because i want you to understand like i i truly think some of her movies that a lot of people are good like you tried to say about what was it salt salt and the other one that i mentioned that i can't think of now um she has movies that I just I watch and I'm like, why did you make this decision? I know that I trust Marvel, but they gave her like numerous films. It came out the other day. She has an actual multi deal contract, mm-hmm. which more than a month ago they came out and said we're not doing multi deal contracts anymore. Right. And now Angelina Jolie has one, and one of them is a solo movie, by the way. I think it's because like she's kind of like, I think she's gonna be a main piece. I'm sure, cause like I don't think all these other characters, all these other movies have well, not oh, all the, all these characters, yeah, but uh, all these other like different Marvel stuff that's been coming out, mm-hmm. they don't seem like major characters. Loki doesn't seem like a major character right really? now. Really, you don't think so? I mean, I mean in he's his, literally in show out. in his show. He is. Oh, but like outside of it, outside of it, I don't see him. I mean, maybe popping in once. Yeah, Shang Chi. I mean, good good standalone movie. Yeah, but. I don't see you coming in. I don't see you leading the team. I don't see you being the villain. In th- I see you being the Ant Man version of maybe like, Ant Maybe, maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ant Man is still there. Let's be honest, people. No, Ant Man's still there, and, <laughs> and I think it had a, a lot to do with like him winning silver with those first two movies. Mm-hmm. Like those two movies really like won people over. So now he gets like that, like, like oh, you gotta have Ant Man. Yeah, and, and he was cool in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Or not, I guess uh, the next one, uh, yeah, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, he played a pivotal role there. 
Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? Like, I guess Ant-Man has that role. Same thing with Doctor Strange now. Like he, he He's gotten a little bit higher on the totem pole just because he is dealing with so many different parts of the MCU. Right. You know? But the night, he might, Shang-Chi could even be like a kind of like a Hulk kind of character. Maybe. Got the one movie, but he pops in on all the different movies. I mean, that would be cool. I, I think that's one of the things about Marvel now is that like there isn't really a main character. They're main characters of their own movies, sure. Mm. But... Because it's gotten so ridiculously large, it's harder to be like, oh, these are the clear-cut five people we need to maintain. Yeah. And they had that status quo with the Avengers for years where they would yeah. be like, these are your four, five main characters. You know none of them are going to die and they're safe. Like, you know what would be cool? Like, it would be cool if, like, they had, like, uh, an Avengers movie with, like, five different – five heroes, right? Mm-hmm. And then Aven- the next Avengers will be five different heroes. That'd be dope. And then the last ones, like, all of them come together. And I think that's what they're trying to do. I feel like they are building so. to this idea of, like, multiple groups working at the same time. I almost, like, I think if the MCU continues f- the way it is for right now for another 10 years, I feel like in 10 years, all we're going to be getting is group movies. Because they've already introduced so many characters to us at that point. Right. Like, you're going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel if you start going like <laughs> further down the road, I mean, we still have big ones that haven't had like an actual MCU appearance, quote unquote. Because I mean, Punisher, uh, Daredevil, mm-hmm. they're not in the MCU technically speaking. They've already stated that, but they play a major role in all these movies. And when's that gonna happen? So we're still missing She-Hulk. We still got She-Hulk coming out, right? And I feel like that's how we're doing. We're just doing a crazy amount of characters so that we can have mini movies like Avengers, West Coast Avengers, Dark Avengers, right. the Thunderbolts. All these other groups that we can probably add. And I'm like, okay, cool. I get that that's what you're going with. But why? Still got the X-Men. We got Fantastic Four. I mean, I see all those group movies. See, now those guys, whoever they hire for those, there's your main. There's your multi-movie groups. Yeah. Because they're all groups. Mm -hmm. You you can do, like, all kinds of different stuff with it. Yeah. And then, uh, and that's why I think they're having Angelina Jolie do it. Mm-hmm. She, she seems like it's the le- she's the leader of the group, right? So she can lead another group. Yeah, or of she, course. She can bring in like she can team. She seems like she she can be the breakaway to go meet up with you know Marvel. Or yeah, right. Like Captain she, Marvel and stuff. Like plus, that. she can. She's a good actress, and you know she has a record of being a good actress of of being able to like maintain her presence on screen. When you want mm. kind of want that out of a out of a movie that no one really knows. Many characters about this. They might stuff. have seen some uh, footage beforehand too. Like I mean, and they said, you know what? Give her more. Yeah, give her more. I mean, it's true. I, I'm Sometimes looking, that happens. One of the things, one of the people I'm looking forward from from the Eternals is uh, the Black Knight. Oh, uh, the yeah, Jon Snow, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kit Kit Harrington. Yes, Kit Harrington. I'm I'm most looking forward to him because in the comic books, he's an uber powerful fucking character, and right. he even leads the Avengers at one point. But he's even playing like second fiddle to everybody in this in this movie yeah and i it feels like at times like they have like kid harrington and angelina joe lee have like a love connection in the, the latest trailer it seemed that way but i'm oh, like that doesn't that. seem right i don't know i'm looking forward to seeing how the mcu grows i am cautiously optimistic about this movie because it's a marvel movie at the end of the day see that's how i feel about dc i'm watching them and i'm like mm-hmm. i know there's some potential here but you guys can easily fuck this oh, up. Oh, I mean, they can easily mess shit up real quick. Yeah, <laughs> man. They have so much to work with. Yet they do. So little. Yeah, they, they don't try hard enough. They, I, I no, don't it's just that they don't know where to pull the content from. There's so much. It's like 
there's like, oh yeah, you can do the Green Lantern mm-hmm. Corps, you can do the Green Lantern Army, you can do, yeah. you know, you can do all these different storylines with the Green Lantern. And they're like, okay, well, let's pick that one. It's like you don't want to start with that one. <laughs> like what? Like, <laughs> and it's like watching anime. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My problem with my thing with the DC, and I've mentioned it a bunch, they don't have a Kevin Feige, well, first off. Right? Yeah, I don't think they need it. Right. Sure. right. Well, they do kind of. But yeah, they yeah. kind of need somebody to oversee everything if they want to make an interconnected universe. Yeah. First off. But, like, disregard that, right? We don't need that. We don't need a Kevin Feige. Fine. Cool. You know what you do need? Writers. Yeah. Writers who understand the source material and can change it into a two-and-a-half-hour movie. I think they do have some writers that kind of like, like, especially the Shazam people. Yeah. They get it. They right? do get it. Shazam does not take himself seriously, which mm-hmm. perfect. You know, yeah, you can do man, like he's a kid. Yeah, yeah, you can do like all kinds of weird, like random adventures. You know, and it doesn't have to be serious. Exactly, it doesn't have to really affect the rest of the world. Like rest of the world, it's just like his own little thing. Right, and they just need to try to like jump and capitalize on a story and run with it instead of changing it forty times. Because you watching a DC movie, you can see like oh. I bet you that was a change that wasn't supposed to happen. Oh, I bet you this was a change that wasn't supposed yeah. to happen. Like, it's becoming too apparent, and you're making yourself too obvious because you don't write the script better. Yeah. Or, like how we've heard many a times, studio pressure changing stuff. Did you see the leaked photo of, like, uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Do you think it's photoshopped? Like, and, I, like okay, Andrew so like, Garfield says? <laughs> Andrew Garfield is doing this really particular thing in his interviews mm. where if you, when he gets asked a question, he goes, I never got a call. Yeah. No shit, you didn't get a call. You probably got an email or someone came yeah. to your house because they don't want it to be able to leak. This is the MCU. Yeah. I believe that. I still am of the mind that they are both coming out. Mm. I don't think you make the multiverse. I don't think you add all these old characters from these old movies. Yeah. Without throwing in those two guys, even if it's for 10, 20 minutes of the movie. Let's say, like, Doctor Strange is like, we ha- you're going to have some company. And then he starts, like, doing this. Right. And then, like, the wheel comes out. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, a figure coming out. And, mm-hmm. you, and you, as a moviegoer, you're watching this. You're like, oh, my God. Here it is. Yeah. And then it's the Rick roll, like, do-do-do-do-do-do. That would be pretty cool. We're no strangers to learn. I would I wouldn't be upset. I would be like this is what I get for living in my own mind. I you would deserve just, this. like get up, scrape off the popcorn off your and lap walk out and of the just, like, walk I love out. Spider-Man too much to do that to it. Honestly, and it's a whole song too. <laughs> just dang 2 minutes of and you just see Peter like who is this so guy? Do I? Like, you're, like, you're like oh god. What did I do? No, they don't even cut to Tom Holland no? nobody. They just it's just the old video yeah oh dang it's cold blooded marvel i would be like dude this is the greatest prank you've ever pulled like no one will ever beat this in the it's i don't know youtube did a pretty good job no but i they're the ones that started i know i agree (laughs) but like if marvel did it in a movie jesus that'd be an old joke people would just be like i'm tired of it but also this is a great fucking thing to say uh i i still am of the mind that he's gonna come out that both of them are gonna come out if i get disappointed and they don't come out oh well i bet you the movie's still gonna kick ass hmm I feel like it's real just because I'm like looking back. I want to rewatch Sp- Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 just to see if there's ever a moment of him on those on like holding something like the way he's holding that pole. Mm, oh, you mean? Oh, OK, because he's on a video. It's a video. and You see him move his lips and everything. So I'm like, all I need to do is find the scene. And if I find the scene, could have been a deleted scene. Could be. You have the DVDs. Jump on it, bro. I don't have the Amazing Spider-Man DVDs. Oh, you don't? I thought you did. I literally have... Spider-Man 1 through 3. Uh-huh. 
And then I have Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man No Way Home. But I don't know. I mean, Far From Home. If you have far No Way home. home, we're going to have problems. <laughs> I'm like, why the hell haven't I watched this movie, bro? <laughs> Sorry, Far From Home. I'm going to be and even it, more upset because you're, <laughs> you're literally telling me that they don't come out. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what the heck? You could have saved me the trouble. <laughs> no, I don't have amazing Exclusive, Spider-Man. exclusive. I, right here, guys. <laughs> Joey has the movie. He's I not li- telling us. <laughs> I bought it off some dude off the corner. <laughs> like, it's, in a, it's like just a picture. It it's, like, <laughs> it's just the, Spider-Man 3. Like clearly printed on a piece of like just regular printer paper. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even a real DVD. Yeah, it's like those thin ones. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ones where you look at it and it's just see-through. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... Uh, but uh, so, yeah, I don't have those two movies. Oh, uh, okay. I, I didn't really want to buy them. Nah, I, didn't I get en- it. A lot of people didn't like them. I, di- I didn't... En- I, it's not that I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. I just didn't enjoy them. As I, still, m- I didn't enjoy them as much as the other ones. I still think that that... Peter Parker is a really good Peter Parker. A lot of really? People, a lot of people bag on him, but honestly, he's a pretty good Peter Parker. He's not cool. Everyone says, oh, he's so cool. I'm like, dude, you're watching the wrong movie. Watch that movie again. He's not cool. Yeah, he is cool. He's re- Why? He's, he's got a hot girlfriend, man. Are they're not even together <laughs> during the whole movie. The yes, first they movie. are. In the first movie? They're yeah. like flirting and something. She's flirting back. Yeah, and but then she's like, also a nerd. And then his bully ends up apologizing to him <laughs> i'm like that's that makes no sense but and it actually he does like make sense. Cra- doesn't he like hit something and then like everything crashes or something like that yeah he ends up making a basket and it breaks yeah he gets suspended for what a week and then he comes back like nothing happened like oh <laughs> man your uncle dad come come through we come should back. do a deep come dive back to school movies. like what <laughs> we should rewatch these movies and have an argument about why he's actually a good peter parker he's not a pe- good peter parker he's I could better a, this. he's a better peter parker than toby mcguire is yeah Bullface liar. No, okay. I'm not. I'm no, not. No. He's a then Peter Parker. Tobey Maguire has a great Spider-Man. Not so great Peter Parker. Wow. No. It's a fact. That he's is okay. not a fact. He's okay. Wow, George. I'm okay. I I think he's good. So I we're gonna I, talk I, about malignant. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, really, yeah. I don't have any more movie news. I didn't watch a single trailer this year, uh, this year at all. No, uh, this week. But what movie do you want to start off with? Candyman. Sure. We can talk about Candyman. Did you so, watch the original movie? I watched parts of it. I never watched the whole. Same. The whole I watched thing. it a long time ago. I might have watched it. It was on the whole TV, thing. I think. Yeah, it used to it come was, out all the time when we were kids. I, I want to say it was like on TBS, like around Halloween. Probably TBS or TNT. Yeah, TNT sounds about right. Or and, sci-fi even. Oh, maybe sci-fi. I Definitely, think it might have been yeah, sci-fi. Thinking about it with the whole bees thing, it's very likely to be like the whole sci-fi. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I remember watching it on TV, like parts of it, mm-hmm. like. Like I remember watching it, and I'm thinking like, "Oh, this is a scary movie." Oh, I thought it was a scary movie, yeah. and I was like, mm, "Yeah, never mind. I don't want to." Watch this <laughs> You're like, "Ah, this is not I'm that great." Go back to Halloween Town. Damn, that's funny. 1992, uh, <laughs> man, a year after we were born. So, um, but no, I never watched the original, and I watched this new one, kind of like going open-minded because I didn't really know much. I knew, mm-hmm. I knew some stuff. I just right. didn't know a lot. And, um, so before, so quick story time. Uh, so as uh, I went to go watch it with Angelo. Okay. And, um, cause he, uh, he hit me up. He's like, you want to catch a beer? You want to grab a beer and like go watch a movie? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like I'm down. And then, um, he's like, oh, uh, what movie do you want to watch? And I said, he's like, do you want to watch Shang-Chi? I'm like, I already watched it, but sure, man, I'll go watch it again. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I, I said I would watch it again. Anyways, yeah. But I said, I'd rather watch Candyman though. Mm-hmm. And then he goes like, "You know I don't like scary movies." Yeah, though. <laughs> I'm like, "Come on, man! It's not even." And I told him like, "It's not even scary. I bet you'll like it. Like, uh-huh. I, I think you'll 
we were watching it so early now, like because it was like three. Oh, okay. And I was like, dude, if we watch it right now, like it's still gonna be daylight. You're gonna forget all about you it. You don't have to worry about it, huh? Yeah. And then he's <laughs> all like, mm, la, let's go get a beer first, and then whatever. Uh-huh. So delaying it. Yeah, delaying the inevitable. If I'm be honest, <laughs> so we go get we get we go get a beer, and then he's like. He keeps buy- he buys me one even though I owe him. Uh-huh. And then so like I buy him another one. So then since I bought him one, he needs to buy me one. Yeah, of course. And he goes like, back and so, he plays so that get, game. So we I would say I drank about five or six beers. Oh snap. No, I four or five. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Four or five. <laughs> and then because um, we ended up going to the movies, getting our tickets. We missed the showtime and mm-hmm. I was either watch Shang Chi like around seven, okay, which technically was like seven thirty, yeah, or watch Candyman at six thirty, mm. or technically seven. Mm-hmm. He's like, "All right, let's watch Candyman." Hey. I'm like, "All right, bro." I'm like, "You won't regret it." So we get tickets. Um, we get more beer, like, like we had drank two, we drank two more mm-hmm. or, or three more, at this uh ta- at the tap house. Oh, okay. And then so we go into the movie. I'm kind of like a little buzzed, so I buy drinks at the. Oh, at the <laughs> what is it called? The MacGuffins. The MacGuffins. Yeah, yeah, they're not bad. Uh, well, I take it back. They are pretty bad, but it was like mm. okay. It oh, was like I mean that's why I usually just buy a bottle of beer. I don't make I don't buy the drinks. I should have done that. I yeah. bought, I, they he like made us like adios mfs. Oh. They're, they're not allowed to call them that. Mm-hmm. Call like electric lemonade or something like that. Right. I'm like, <laughs> All right. I was like, that's a different drink, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> Electric lemonade sounds like you're going to pee my drink. <laughs> <laughs> kind of does sound that way, doesn't it? That's weird. With like a spritz then of why like lemon. Blue? <laughs> what have you been drinking? <laughs> and, uh, Bunch of Powerade. So I, we, wait, I get the drinks and then he gets like popcorn or whatever. And then mm-hmm. we're like. Why? So like, he can oh, throw it when he screams. Yeah. yeah. So it, was, it sounds like we're, I'm, we're, I'm describing a date, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways. With Angelo, it's always a date. Oh, I know. Right. So we're watching the movie, right? And I, I drank my drink, and then I, I'm getting through the whole movie towards the end, yeah. I fall asleep. It's literally <sighs> like the last 10 minutes. Has this happened to you often? When I drink, yeah. Okay. If I drink before <laughs> if movie, it, it seems like we just switched into a therapy podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I meant more like, have you fallen asleep in yeah. movies often? No, yeah. Like, uh, I fall asleep during movies, especially in the movie theater. Uh-huh. If it's, like, close to, like, late. Like, and mm. for me, late now is, like... Eight thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll fall asleep, and especially if I had something to drink. Mm-hmm. And then Mimi now I just huh? Mimi's time. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's my Nyquil. Yeah, <laughs> um, dude, I, it happens to me. Like I'd say, f- it's a fifty fifty. Oh wow! If I if I'm drink if oh, I'm drinking and it's drink. li- yeah if if I'm drinking and it's late at night, it's fifty fifty. I'm gonna fall asleep. PSA. Hmm. PSA for everybody out there. Don't drink and drive, and also. Don't drink and watch movies. You fall asleep. No, no. <laughs> so of the movie you did watch, right? Because I'm sure Angela caught you up in the last 10 minutes. And also you could probably guess what happened in the last 10 minutes. I, Dude. Okay. <laughs> so this movie was like so long. It, it was so short but felt so long. Yeah. The, the beginning part kind of like took its time and like and it was cool. Yeah. Like the way that all the visuals were so good. Mm-hmm. And like I would say like the killing parts were not as scary. Like, this movie wasn't scary. And I, that's why I told Angelo. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I don't think this movie's scary. It's meant to be scary. Right. But it doesn't... It's not. I mean, it's called a horror thriller on IMDb. And I feel more like it's a thriller than it is a horror movie. Right. And then, like, 
even what I did like was like they didn't cheap out and try to do jump scares. Mm-hmm. They, they did more like, oh shit, they're using yeah, that. like, like they like, actually showed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and then we talked about a little bit about it off podcast, but I, like there's like a climax, and then there's like the resolution that like takes about like. I want to say 20 minutes Minimum. So like, Minimum. to resolve the whole movie, like the wrap up, which is usually like the last 10 minutes of the movie, five minutes yeah. of the movie literally takes like 20 minutes. I, mm, I'm kind of exaggerating there, but it mm. feels like 20 minutes. I mean, it f- honestly, it feels long, dude. It, it's an hour and a half. This movie yeah, should be a, a sh- quick, fast movie. And mm. it felt like it was taking forever when I was watching it. Angela said that. He's like, man, this is a long movie, though, huh? And I'm like, bro, it's 9 o'clock. Uh, not even, uh, it wasn't even 9 o'clock. It was like 8.30 something. I, I, I was like, fuck, bro. I, it's, it doesn't make any sense for it to be that long. It does. I don't know what it is. Yeah, like, so that's the three parts of a story, essentially, right? Exposition, climax, and I was right. It was denouement when we were mm-hmm. talking. The denouement, even though each part of this should take, like, three minutes. I mean, a third of the movie. Yeah. yeah I fucking... Uh, th- it didn't ever feel like there was a climax to the movie. No, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, I would say the climax for me where he's... Spoiler alert, okay, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Big spoiler. Where he's turning. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, other than you guys can... Go, if, hopefully, you guys just skip the 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, once they reach that climax, mm-hmm. and then, like, I think that for me was the most exciting part. Yeah. And then, like, after that, it's just kind of like like okay you're just overexposing and you're kind of like wrapping up like what what's happened you know there's just moments in this movie i here's the thing right this movie is titled it is categorized as a horror thriller movie and mm-hmm. i and i think they wanted that to be the case i think that you could have saved the way to make this movie better is take away some of the kills and put more story into it more things that like actual stakes to the deaths because there's a lot of deaths in this movie mm-hmm. where i'm like why are we why are we dealing with this yeah. like why are we talking here like wh- what is the point of this you're trying to show me to be scared mm. this doesn't necessarily make me scared and if you're trying to make a and that's the other thing about this movie is there it's a statement being it's made. a statement right it, and it and i understand that and i get that but i feel like you focus so much on the murder aspect of it you don't talk about the statement or the effect that it is having like um, we, I, we talked about, what is it? Fear Street, right? Yeah. It's unfair. It's three movies, right? Yeah. Take the first one, for example. And the first one, when a death occurs, it rattles the town. Right. We never get an it rattles the city moment here. Right. Yeah. And it's not like they're happening, like in the first movie where they happen inside the hood. They're yeah. happening in the city with very affluent white people. Yeah. And no one is talking about it. All you get is like two or three news broadcasts and like hey there's been another one hmm. should have gone deeper into it i'm not asking for a detective story here i'm just asking for you to just go a little bit deeper into that story and see the ramifications and what's happening around the world have like tags of people tagging Candyman or say my name or say it or something to show that the city is being terrorized like Candyman, mm-hmm. right with quotation marks wants it to be but you're not doing that like you're just kind of saying like ooh. Here's a murder. Oh, here's a creepy scene where he has this conversation. And there isn't much going on. Yeah. I don't know. I think even then, that's kind of like a statement. 
Yeah, I mean, like, true. Because, like, I feel like um, that was, like, the, the original Candyman. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, there was, like, murders being done in the hood. Mm-hmm. It really just, like, the hood. <laughs> right. But, like, literally, well, it was happening to that neighborhood and those people that lived in it mm-hmm. reacted to it. But outside of that neighborhood, like, there was, like... No one cared. Like, no one cared. And, mm-hmm. and it was more impactful because I think in the original it was, like, actually just black people, right, being killed? Uh, I believe so. Pe- yeah. Yeah, because the, the, the lady, Helen Lyle, uh-huh. uh, she's the main character of the first movie. Yeah. And she's going around investigating Candyman. And she the same process that happens in this movie happens to her, essentially. Right, yeah. So she's going around dealing with everything that's going on there and it's all to like terrorize and make people understand and stay away from this place. And like they make a mention of this movie about how like the hood gets gentrified and who gentrifies it artists and affluent white people. Yeah. Why don't, it doesn't seem like we have much at stake here when you're not showing it to us. Yeah. And, but anyways, the same, what I was trying to get at is that mm-hmm. like that, that statement that like some of these crimes that happen to like, can you, can you, like, they're happening to white people and, like, how they're, like, not being uh, mm-hmm. vocalized? Yeah. That's what happens to uh, minorities yeah. all the time. I agree. Like, oh, just another, you know, Mexican right. kid that got killed or or somebody got shot here. And then people don't really care about it. Uh, yeah. And, and now if it happened, like, that's what it's like to live in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, showing gentrified people, like, you're going to die and, like, no one's going to care. Right. And I feel like th- this is one of those moments where I feel like there's studio pressure. Because I feel like the story was going in a certain direction. Yeah. And I like the the high school part, right? When they, they showed this girl go go to the art gallery right, right, and right. then she comes back later in the movie at the high school. Yeah. You, like, I feel like that scene, that whole sequence, I feel like there was a real story there. Yeah. Because as I, we've, we talk about this on the podcast all the way, it's a Chekhov's gun. You show me this person. Yeah. And then there's nothing until like 30 minutes later or 40 minutes later when they show up. Give me a payoff with that. Yeah. They didn't follow that storyline through, and I feel like that was the story. I feel like that could have been the story. Yeah, the girl in the bathroom. Yeah, because if you're, what you're saying in the stall, I mean. Yeah, like what you're saying about how there's, they they want to show the terrorizing can happen in gentrified areas, and not just in the hood. They didn't do enough of that, for me at least, to feel like you're making a point here. Otherwise, it's just kind of like a. Hey, it happened. Let's move on to this next part of the story. Mm-hmm. And and that's where the movie does fall kind of short for me because I expect, I want it to be better than it is, and it's just okay. Yeah, I I don't know if a lot of this falls on the director or the writing because like the know. writing is technically from like a while back, and they just kind of rewrote mm-hmm. it a little bit. Yeah. And then I mean they they drag Jordan Peele's name through the dude. They use movie. him so much. He's on the top of billing when it comes to writing credits. <laughs> he, so, Jordan Peele, screenplay. Yeah. Wynn Rosenfield and Nia DaCosta on the screenplay as well. Three writers. You're telling me Jordan Peele would work with two other people to write this story? Very likely. But also, I feel like the movie was really Nia DaCosta's. Mm. And it came out through Monkey Paw. Yeah. And Jordan Peele added like a few storylines or beats here and there. Maybe added some dialogue. Right. And then they're like, hey, man, you wrote for this movie. Let me put your name on it. Because, I mean, uh, the true uh, magic, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, for, like, Jordan Peele, for me, is that he can somehow turn this, like, funny dialogue into something scary. Yeah. Like, or, ser- like, yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, like, something that's, like, oh, it's just these, like, funny comments and, like, s- funny dialogue. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it starts to get real, mm-hmm. which I feel like it's 
it really shined in the apartment scene when they're talking about Candyman, and the guy's mm. like, "Oh, let me tell you what happened." And like, yeah, and then it, it, it's very funny, and then slowly the 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 story turns, and uh-huh. you're like, "Oh, wow, that, like that's creepy," or like that's yeah, because honestly, the mythology of this whole Candyman thing was the best part, a hundred percent. And I think that's where he kind of where all of this was like, oh, he kind of came up with a mythology, and then they wrote towards that mythology uh-huh. and kind of maybe maybe screwed it up some along the lines right. as they were writing it like oh yeah and then this happened and this happened and this happened. Yeah. they're like oh man you're making it go somewhere completely mm, different than what we wanted it to be yeah but I mean it's <sighs> that's what happens with movies where like so many people are involved yeah and especially like you're making a remake and you're trying to change it to something that's a little different it, uh, this movie falls into such a weird idea i feel like it's a reboot sequel because it literally is a sequel to the first movie yeah and but it kind of tells the same story as the first movie without any knowledge of the first movie yeah so i'm like okay you're in a weird gray area as to what to call you and ignoring the first one and taking it on its own yeah i mean the good movie's good it's all right i feel like there's a lot of parts of it that were kind of just like whatever's um, one of my favorite scenes was the elevator scene. Oh yeah, 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 the elevator scene was dope, and it was creepy, and it worked well, and it was like maybe a minute, mm-hmm. and that's all it took for me to get that. Yeah, that's why I was like, this movie had a lot of good moments, but they didn't last very long. And then once you start winding down the story, mm-hmm. it just got like, I was like, oh, this is kind of like, I knew where this is going, you know? Yeah, and that's the thing with it, with this movie in general is that it almost feels like it's a setup. For more movies. You think so? It, no. I don't think they're going to get another one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's what they were intending. Because there's a second Candyman. There's a lot of Candyman. Is, really? I think there's three, isn't there? Mm. Let me double check. I saw two, but I, okay. I might be wrong. Uh, I mean, it feels like they're setting up for more movies. Mm-hmm. But because of how slow it is and because of the way it ends, I feel like they're like, hey, by the way, we're here. Yeah, there was three <laughs> of the original ones. 1992. 1995, 1999, and now this one. So four in total, I guess. Okay. Um, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I really wanted this. Would you watch it again? Like, would you give it another shot? Like, let's say Halloween's around. Like, Halloween is around the corner. Yeah. And you're like, screw it. Let me just, watch. like, it's. let's say it's on let, next year. Uh-huh. It's on FX or something. Yeah. Or like, it's on some TV channel. Mm-hmm. Would you be like, let's pop this on. Like, fuck it. No. Mm. I mean, uh, no, nah, I don't think I would. If I if I'm going for a scary movie, I'm not gonna choose this movie. If I'm going for a thriller movie, I'm not gonna choose this movie. Really? Yeah, no, I won't. That's un- that's interesting. Uh, there's a lot of like new movies mm-hmm. that I feel like a lot of people won't rewatch. Like one that I've been interested in rewatching is like probably like The Conjuring. Oh yeah, me too. But I never actually do. Yeah, it's I. been on Netflix several times. It's Conjuring mm-hmm. 2 also. Insidious is also a good one. Mm-hmm. And never really pop it in. Insidious is getting a new movie too. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> and then like, um, but like, I'll watch those older movies. Like, right now I have a suggestion for like maybe next week. But oh, okay. we'll talk about it after, uh, like towards the end. Mm-hmm. But um, like it, it, chapter one. Yeah. Have you rewatched it since the first time you watched it? Maybe pieces, but not the whole thing. Oh, wait, no. no. I think I've watched that movie two or three times. Really? Two or three times? I think. It's way too many times for me. Probably anyway, two with the third one being like here and there. I I would say like like that one, maybe I'd watch it again, but I never really do. Well, that's Same why I wouldn't watch chapter it two, Especially not. Oh, I would not watch it chapter two again. See? And like I'm saying like all these new, no matter how good they are, uh-huh. I probably wouldn't watch them again. 
Like, is and Candyman falls into that. Uh, unfortunately, fell into that role. Mm-hmm. Get Out was one of the few that I'm like, oh, I'll rewatch that movie, mm-hmm. like because it was interesting throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Us, on the other hand, mm, not, uh, not so much. I'm not a big fan of it. It was kind of weird. It just, I, it's a different movie. I think that's the fairest way to say it. It's not Get no, Out. No, I just, I think the way it was made. It's supposed to speak to some someone else that doesn't speak to me. I mean, I, I get it. I, I I don't know, man. There's a lot of symbolism is what I'm Yeah, no, at. I understand. And then, like, I feel like it goes over a lot of people's heads. Uh-huh. And, I mean, people here are probably, like, saying, like, what are those symbolisms? I'm like, this all, like, op- like opinionated. <laughs> but, like, I think it's, like, you have two halves of you, like, especially if you're a minority. You're, mm-hmm. It's the one that's always quiet and doesn't speak out. And there's the one that speaks out and speaks their mind. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that, and they end up being looked at as the crazy person. Yeah. And yeah, you're always supposed to keep everything down. And if you do speak out, white people are the ones that get hurt. And then you're the one that gets blamed. Yep. So, I mean, like, I understand that about that movie. That's why I'm like, it's a different movie. Yeah. Like, Get Out I, is an enjoyable movie for me. I can rewatch it. I understand the symbolism in. There's different symbolism. In Get Out. I feel yeah. like there's so many different a lot. metaphors. In I mean, movie. even in Get Out, there's a bunch of uh, symbolism. Oh, yeah. There. And, and like, that's what's so good about Jordan Peele as a writer. Because he, he writes on another level of thinking. Like, he, he has the base movie where everyone can enjoy. And then he has a movie for people who really love movies that can, like, get into it and really argue stuff. Yeah. And that's what's so great. Because you know how Us started in his mind, right? Like, it Mm-mm. started off as with a simple idea of, like, doppelgangers. He's like, I always oh. thought it would be crazy, like, if I, let's say I was on a bus and I looked over and then I saw a guy who looked exactly like me. Mm-hmm. One, the crazy part is, like, him, like looking exactly like me but the crazier part would be like if he gave me a little wink mm. as he got off the bus that would be like creepy as, as if he knew something else that I didn't yeah and he's like that's the scary part I'd run after that movie. no I wouldn't <laughs> I would not that's terrifying that's how people die yeah <laughs> uh, we have somebody in the chat actually Steve jumped in and he mentioned uh, do you guys like Star Wars Visions completely off topic question <laughs> Steve but I will answer your question because you're in the chat uh, I mean I've se- I haven't seen the full trailer yet for Star Wars Visions but I am extremely interested because obviously I'm a huge anime fan. Is and it already each, on? I don't know, Steve. I mean, you're there. You can go ahead and respond. If you respond, I'll read it out loud. Uh, yeah, if it's already out, I don't think it is. I think the anime studios are still working on it. That's the one yeah. thing I liked about I it. I saw the trailer. It looks dope. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's a different studio working on every single episode, I'm like all in. I will say this about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Other than the movies and uh, the TV show... Um, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I haven't watched any, like any of the animated parts of it. Oh, any animated? I tried show? to watch uh, Clone Wars, mm-hmm. like the first season. Mm-hmm. It was really boring. Which one? The the original Clone Wars or the uh, remake of the Clone Wars? Uh, the two D or three D? Is it three D? Yeah, the newest one is the like the more like traditional like they actually have dimension and stuff, and the other one is actually just like two D. Uh, oh like no, no 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 the three the three D oh okay all right yeah I mean those are uh, Steve says that he doesn't believe the show has come out yet no um Clone Wars that one that you're talking about is I think is harder to watch just because it throws you into the middle of it yeah and there isn't an exact like storyline until you start getting into it and they're more like mini arcs so it's kind of hard to get into it the movie the show that I would tell you to try that Rebels. you might actually like is Rebels that's what everyone says but that one's like looks like for kids it's not bro. It's actually really good. It gets pretty deep and kind of messed up. 
I again, you don't have to. I I respect it. You your time is precious. There's only so many stuff we can do. Steve mentions if you care about Star Wars Visions, it comes out September 22nd. I will oh, definitely well. be watching it because it has very anime spirit stuff. Not too bad. Oh, it's like it's next like, week. Dope. Yeah. Thank you for that note, Steve. Um, I'm excited about it. Not necessarily like wanting to watch it right now. I think it's more on the back. Speaking of one teen something. Hey, <laughs> waiting for it. Nice job. Nice, nice transition. James Wan's newest movie, Malignant. Okay. The other movie we watched. What do you think of Candyman? You want to give it a grade? Oh, um, no, I don't think it's fair to give it a grade. Because I, I didn't really completely watch it. Oh, okay. I so give it a seven. F- f- of what I watched, I give it like a six, maybe. No, six. Solid six. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't really give it trust me, more. the ending doesn't help the movie. It's kind of just like. Oh. I'm, And that's what I'm afraid of. Like, if I watch it, like, <laughs> I'll probably give it a lower score. Yeah. But I honestly, I really, really enjoyed the movie. And I, I, I really enjoyed the mythology of the movie. Yeah, it's so good, man. Like, I feel like if they do make a second one, get a different writer, get a different director. And maybe kind of like explore the mythology of it a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe even do like a prequel kind of mm-hmm. instead of like a sequel to it. You know what they should do? What? They should give sell this series to Netflix or Hulu and have them do three movies on it during mm. October. Because then you have just like Fear Street, right? Fear Street was sick, sick, sick. You can do this with Candyman. Tell three different stories, three different time periods of how they all interconnect. And I guarantee you, you'll get your point across way better than you did off of one movie. True. That's why I give it a seven because the movie's good. It's just overall, like, I'm not going to rewatch it. And I think it was just okay. The acting is done well, but there's a lot of story beats where I'm just kind of like, oh, man. Yeah. But like you said, right? Juan, what did you think of Malignant? Honestly, I thought it was a very ambitious movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm using these words very carefully. Okay. It's a very ambitious movie because it goes back to the, like, 80s horror flick kind mm-hmm. of if you guys like Ooh, 80s okay. or oh, horror yeah. flicks like those ones that you look back now and you're like damn that's so bad but back then you watch that movie and you're like that was actually a pretty good movie like <laughs> like, <laughs> like damn like like the, thing. like like the thing thing you i'm some people look back at it and they go gross like that's dumb that's mm-hmm. such a dumb like it looks bad yeah but if you kind of watch it as a moviegoer, or even if you watched it back then when it first came out, you're yeah. like, damn, this is a dope-ass movie. And it's freaking terrifying, man. Yeah. I get, that movie it will always go down in history of making me just fucking want to throw up. And I, and I like the I like the choice. You're, you're stepping away from, like, the kind of slasher kind of movies yes. that we've been getting a lot. And you're going back to, like, that 80s horror, almost like Stranger Things thing, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, where there, there's, yeah. like, a supernatural aspect to it. Yes. And it's... You're going away from demons as well, and it's kind of like it's. I don't know. Well, you're not really going away from demons. It's a different movie than what we're used to currently. Yeah, when it comes to Halloween movies. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very different, and it's in the library that it stands in mm-hmm. of like these like late two thousands. Uh, well, not I guess not late two thousands. Uh, early two and twenty. See, I don't even want to say that. Last decade. Last decade movies, like you're you're standing alone. You're kind of standing alone mm-hmm. in this kind of like genre. Almost going into like, uh, if you guys ever heard of this like, uh, kind of like service, it's called Shutter. Mm-hmm. You get it through Prime. And it's like all scary movies. Yeah. You would watch. I feel like this would have been on shut in Shutter. Like, oh, hundred percent. Like it would have been one of those movies, mm-hmm. like along with like Mandy, mm-hmm. uh, that that scary movie with uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh. Well, it's not even a scary movie. It's like a weird psychedelic hmm. kind of weird mama would have been on there mama would have been on it yeah 
mama is like kind of like in this library where it's kind of like people who really enjoy it will like will get it yeah and then the people who don't get it will really hate this movie i feel like this movie is is made for people who like old school horror movies yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good it's a good movie like um i would say there were some parts where i'm like this is kind of silly yeah, okay there's a Fair. lot of really silly parts there there, there is some yeah like uh, like i think he was like listening to the pixies like every day during the shooting <laughs> that literally influenced his like choices yeah i'm gonna be honest and then like <laughs> he he watched way too many like like scream queens like going mm. ah like yeah literally, like that's like the cutaway between shot <laughs> between scenes like <laughs> somebody screaming and i'm like that he overused that shot in my opinion but like i said very ambitious movie the way the cameras camera work does like when mm-hmm. he, like stuff is happening in that one house uh, or in her house like when they do that shift yeah that was really good and then like yeah just overall how it was shot like yeah really does help that's what the, i want to talk about yeah it really does help the way that this movie is like mm-hmm. shown and you're like wow this is a good movie so here's the thing right that first scene everything that takes place in the house the first time around mm-hmm. it feels like out of uh don't breathe Mm. You remember how Don't Breathe... I've talked about it on the Don't Breathe top podcast as well. And it, and I mentioned that it feels like Parasite. The first one or the second one? Ah, uh, the first one. Okay. All right. Uh, it, the house is his own character. Right. And they design it in a way that you can easily walk through it. Right. I 100% agree with you on the camera work for this movie. There is a shot. There's a lot of shots in the first like 15 minutes of the movie that I love. The one that I really, really thought was cool was the moment where it's punching the camera's punching into the the couch from a like a like maybe like a kid level and then it slowly starts to pan upwards and then it goes over the top of the couch mm-hmm. and then you see the person sitting there or the the person laying there yeah 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 honestly man 100% an amazing shot yeah and i think that shot probably required like i wouldn't say like three different cameras uh, maybe i mean i feel probably like probably a dolly like a dolly shot yeah no not dolly shot because that's like turning it mm. but like they're probably on like a track on, yeah, on it's a, a track a, it's a track shot and then probably went to handhold uh-huh. and then like kind of shifted and then to crane and then a crane shot i mean all in the inside a house you think it was done in a studio or you think the house is real studio you think, that's I think it was a, a for that particular shot particular shot for a lot of the shots not really see here's my thing I think that we're still thinking about old school cinema. I bet you this shot was all done on a gimbal. Ooh. Because it, it would be easy. Even with the big camera, you just get a big a big rig that they typically have, and you easily hoist it up, and then you just reach over, and you probably pass it to somebody, and they go over they go to do the overshot. Mm. Honestly, man, this shot, I wanted to rewatch the movie instantly, like at in that point, but I had to get through it because I needed to watch it for the podcast. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, those shots in the beginning, a lot of them feel like one shots because mm-hmm. they're just so smooth, man. Everything is clearly on a tripod or on a track or on a dolly or on a gimbal system that is choreographed. Yeah. Because the way that they move through the through the house and even in other buildings, smooth as hell. Yeah. When they're in like in the when she's like in different rooms or whatever, mm-hmm. when she's getting those visions. Like, you can literally see, like, how, like, the camera movement is... Everybody is, like, positioned in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So that way, like, you as a viewer, you're watching it and kind of, like, 
because it's a mon not a monster well it's a i think it is it's a monster that's like moving at really quick and then really slow at the same time Mm -hmm. and so like you're watching it move and then the way they he definitely picked a certain spot to point the camera Mm -hmm. so he can just do like boom 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 Mm -hmm. and it's kind of just kind of following it along Mm -hmm. and um that he did a really good job. I mean, uh, direction on this movie, the camera work on this movie, whoever designed it, whoever came up with it, hats off to you, man. Like, mm-hmm. extremely hats off to you. Because it, it, it's not easy. And I think you might be right. Because remembering right now, it might have been a crane shot. Because at one point, they lift the camera so high that when they cross over different rooms, you can see the black portion of the wall. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is on, like, on, a, on a crane. Um I don't know, man. I, I agree with you that there's like parts of this movie that like don't make sense or not necessarily make silly. sense. That are silly. Yeah. That's the word you use, silly. I was talking to a friend of mine today at work and I asked him, I was like, what did you think of the movie? Because mm-hmm. he had mentioned that he was going to watch it and he's all like, I didn't like it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you didn't like it because I had the complete opposite effect. I really enjoyed this movie. I figured you would. I knew you would. I, I watched, I was as I was watching the movie, uh-huh. like all the different stuff, the elements, like the story, mm-hmm. I was like, this is George's kind of movie. Like, everything, like I like I like the movie too. But yeah. anyways, go ahead. I everything up until the ending. Oh, the man. ending kills it for me. <laughs> like the ending is just like, bro. You this is there's a quote that Kevin Smith says about Clerks uh-huh. because the original ending ending to Clerk Clerks excuse me has a guy come in. You never see him. It's first point of view all the way to the counter. He says, "Hey man, we're closed." And then Randall gets shot. Yeah. And they told Kevin Smith, like, you got to change the ending. And he's like, well, I don't want to change my ending. That's not how you end a movie. You don't know how to end a movie. It's okay. It's fine. When he throws the rag at him, that's the end of the movie. Just finish it there. Because you know, the last thing you want to be able to have is have your main character, the person you've come to love, die at the end of the movie. That's great. It doesn't work for clerks, I feel like. I think it works. Okay. Well, they made the decision. He wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah, I know. I, I get it. And, and Kevin Smith made the, the same logic sound, but he ended up going, you know what? Actually, it does make sense. I kind of just murdered him because no one wants to die at work and no one wants to be at yeah. work. And I understand that. Yeah. I, I get that. But I feel like this movie, again, shows that. of like I feel like you didn't know how to end this movie because it mm. does one of those shots where it leaves everything ambiguous as to how what these characters' lives are going to be. And I'm like... Yeah that's not real <laughs> like you made such a good effort at making all this stuff realistic and then at the end you're just kind of giving me like pan away don't worry about it it's cool yeah and i'm like that sucks did you watch a trailer for this movie before watching it i watched uh, like a trailer i didn't watch the trailers did they show you that it was did they make it seem like it was a ghost Is it like a demon or something they made it seem like a demon Okay, because I never watched the trailer, so I went in completely blind for this movie. I didn't know oh, anything. Oh, really? You didn't know anything? Nothing, bro. Oh, wow. Not even that James Wan directed it? Um, no. That I did know. I knew okay. that it was a James Wan flick. I wasn't entirely sure if he had done it. I thought they were doing the Jordan Peele thing, like Jordan Peele, oh, but like, no, 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 not yeah. really directed or involved at all. But this one, he definitely was. Um, I didn't know anything. So you really enjoyed it. I went in thinking <laughs> that this movie was going to be the stereotypical last decade movie where like, it's a ghost, demon anything like that right and then it comes out being a monster flick and i was just like i haven't watched a monster, a monster flick, flick yeah and so long but on it like a true monster flick i don't count um it 
No, 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 no. Um, snowy. Uh, Snow Hollow. Snow Hollow. What is it called? The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yes, I don't count that as a uh, as a monster movie, and if you watch it, you know why. Why? Yeah. <laughs> but that was the recent one, and I I actually really like that movie yeah. too. I think monster movies have gone to the wayside because people are like, I don't want to create something that looks scary anymore. That's it's hard. It, it, it is hard, it, and it lands a lot on like because I mean. Take a movie like The Fly. That's really Dude. good, like yeah, scary kind of monster movie. Like, uh-huh. and told in the perspective of the monster, by the way. Yeah, like it's very Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's good. And then this one is almost similar to that. Like where it's uh-huh. like there's a monster, and then like you're, I don't know. I'm already giving so much away right now. I know, like saying a monster, I don't feel like it's fair. Like I don't think it's a complete. I cop think out. people, if hopefully you didn't like, you stopped as soon as you heard like me talking about the trailer because uh-huh. I, w- I hope people watch it like kind of blind like you did, dude. I, Cause I didn't, uh-huh. and, and I kind of paid the price for it, kind of because mm-hmm. I think you, me going into it blind w- would have been so much better than me going and thinking and assuming something. Yeah, which I mean the the turn. Is like mm. I was like, "Holy crap, dude! It was good." I was like, "Oh, like okay, like this is where we're going with this movie." And then like it got better, like yeah, because they they kind of do show you in the beginning, and you kind of forget about that scene. Mm-hmm. And so I and I thought that I thought that was like whatever was supposed to be like the. I don't know, anyways, I. Again, I'm giving away a lot. I, I don't know if you're giving away a lot. I feel like... No, I am. Okay. <laughs> I think I people mean, who watch movies and listen to this podcast will be like, I kind of know what's going on. I, I'll i tell you this. When I watched the movie, I thought I was, I thought it was going one way. And I guess I was like, all right, this is how it's going to end. Yeah. And I was wrong. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I, nailed, I nailed some parts of it. But, like, the big stuff, I was completely off by. And I, and I was so happy I was off because I was like, this is sick. Yeah, this yeah. is really good. And... I, I can understand why people don't particularly enjoy the movie because mm-hmm. my, my other friend said that it was bad. He, he did not like it. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. Like, I get it. But I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I think this my assessment of this movie is still true. Like, if you like these kind of, like, horror flicks where it's kind of, like, it's, it's literally just not supposed to be a mind fuck. It's not supposed to be, like, something deeper. Yeah. There's, there, I can see, like, Coming off a movie that was all about symbolism. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, I think the ending is made more by the producers rather than, like, the actual Mm -hmm. storytellers. Yeah. But, like, I think this movie originally was supposed to have a no, like, no, uh, what's it called? Uh, Sequel. Yeah. It was was supposed to be just a one-off. I really hope they don't make another one out of these. Because, I mean, honestly, like, the way the, the movie flows, you're like, holy crap, this is such a it's such an interesting movie mm-hmm. like and it's gross at oh, times dude, yeah. and it's gory too like there's the, like there's some gore there's like whole jail scene there's a really good there's some really good action scenes in this movie one of the stunt uh people uh, there's a stunt person that always works with Quentin and Tino uh-huh. and she's in the movie she's oh. the blonde lady with the mullet oh no way really yeah she comes out in Django and she, no uh, Hateful Eight. No, oh. she. Well, I guess she technically does come on Django and Jane, but mm. uh, she comes in. Uh, Hateful, in Hateful Eight. Eight. She was like the the Australian chick helping them out with their bags. Hmm. I don't know if you remember that from Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. I didn't always, watch the movie. Remember? Oh, that's right. She's always Uma Thurman's uh, stunt double. Oh, is she? Yeah, and Kill Bill. That makes and sense. All those. I mean, dude, like 
Steve said like, oh, this sounds good. This sounds good. Both of you are agreeing. I don't I don't even know if we're technically agree. I mean, yeah, I, we agree that it's a good movie. Yeah, I, I agree. Like if I and then so I the reason I brought up the whole like, would you watch it again? Because like for Malignant, would you watch this again? Hell's yes. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it, it is a rewatchable movie. It is. Yeah. We're like, oh, like if someone says like, oh, what movie should we watch? Like what scary movie should we watch? And they're like, oh, I've never seen Malignant. Like. Oh yeah, let's pop that in. Like, Hell yeah. like this is a, you're gonna get a kick out of this yeah. one. Like, it's just one of those movies. Like, same thing like with the thing. Mm-hmm. You can pop it in. You're like, even though it, like there's some corny parts and yeah. it's silly sometimes, and you're like, the monster looks kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like the story and the like, everything kind of works together to for it to be like an enjoyable movie to yeah, watch. Yeah, man. And then same thing with. Uh, I'm trying to think of another movie that like it's kind of like that. I have a movie. That if you end up watching Malignant, I think you should watch this movie. And if you've already watched it, give it a second try. try. Both me and Joey actually really love this movie. It's a very underrated horror movie. Oh, which one? My Soul to Take. My Soul to Take? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, honestly, it's a really good, like, horror mystery movie. And Mm -hmm. it's well acted and well done. And the story is good. And it kind of reminds me of Malignant in some aspects. Yeah. It's not a perfect representation of the two movies by any means. No, no. But I feel like if you like this one, you're going to enjoy that one as well. Because it's it's such a... Like you mentioned, right? Uh, we were saying something about how... I don't know. What you, were, you were trying... You were essentially saying that this movie is a ride. You just go on and you kind of just enjoy it and you just you take go. everything as it comes. <laughs> You're not criticizing this movie. Like, there's no point. Yeah. If the movie's I'm not looking, bad, I'm not looking for some underlying theme. Yeah, thank you. That's what I'm it not was. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not like, oh man, like, what does it say about our lives here in 2020? Yeah. Like, no. No. It's just, it's a movie. It's supposed to be scary. You're it, uh, literally you're watching it at late at night on on a Halloween uh, in October. You it's know? equivalent to a popcorn action movie for horror. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Like it's one of those <laughs> things. It's one of those movies. Like if you were a kid and oh, you yeah. and, and if you wanted to watch a scary movie, like you watch it when your parents were asleep and you're just late at mm-hmm. night watching a scary movie. Like that's the one that you'd watch and you'd be like, "Ooh, I'm kind of scared to walk down my house, like walk down the hall to go to my room." Mm-hmm. That's the kind of movie. It, it, it kind of emulates really and i love that it's james wan because like james wan as a director has been pretty much solid across the board when it comes to mm-hmm. we're going to be doing horror movies and this is what i'm going to be known for mm-hmm. but every horror movie he's done is is relatively different the saw mm-hmm. death sentence dead silence insidious the conjuring insidious fast too. and furious no, <laughs> <laughs> i mean he did make that movie but yeah, it's not the same and malignant six right uh, seven close like he very clearly understands horror and he understands how to make a story. And as you can tell, if you watch this movie, he can easily direct a movie really well, like yeah. camera work. Like This dude is just good when it comes to it. And he's been doing it since the year 2000. Yeah, I think... I don't know. It's one of the, just one of those movies you kind of just have to watch. I, I agree. Like, I, I would rate it for you guys. Like, I'd give it like... 7.5 and that's me talking as a person who doesn't really like horror movies I, I mean I think this movie is like a good 8.5 it's pretty close to a 9 the ending really it's not a bad ending it's just I don't appreciate the ending the, for me what didn't do it was like the silliness the soundtrack was kind of like overused mm. a little bit I didn't even notice it no Mm-mm. watch it again. oh my god dude <laughs> they used that song like 
the one from freaking Fight Club. Oh, the, do they? The Pixies song. I might have to. Do, I, I might have been just doing because it, it, it's it's remade. It's remixed. Oh, and they put it. it it's th- all throughout the whole movie, dude. Really? That yes. bad? Yeah, Damn. that bad. I mean, Anyways, but you, but if George didn't notice it, and you were watching like what in the laptop? Yeah, I was watching it on my phone with headphones on. Mm, like this. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I had headphones on, but I, I didn't notice it. Yeah, I, I noticed it quite a bit. I think I think the movie's dope. I really think the movie's dope. Yeah. Again, I we haven't been doing this, and maybe we should try to do that. Like related movies that you should watch, like Netflix does, but only better because we actually know movies. <laughs> um, we're not an algorithm. Yeah. Uh, I honestly think My Soul to Take would be a fun movie that's comparable to this that I think you would enjoy if you like this one. Mm. Um, and I was gonna say for I had one for Candyman. For Candyman, now if you like Candyman. And you enjoyed it because it's kind of like has this like deep legend, right? Mm. Candyman, kind of like Bloody Mary, same kind of principles. Watch Urban Legends. It's an old movie, not a good movie. It's a deep cut. It is a deep cut, but I, I still talk about this movie because it was interesting, yeah. and it it is the equivalent to Spider Man Three of throwing in characters when you really shouldn't need to, just for the f of it. And oh honestly, movie is pretty damn Urban good. Legends is not the one where um. I, I think I remember. It's like s- multiple stories, right? Yes. It, yeah, oh, it's yeah, yeah. it's one storyline. One storyline, but it's like, yeah, it's telling th- told to different characters, right? No, it's all this. It's So it's one group of kids. Uh-huh. And they're all talking about these di- different urban legends, and they all become real. Oh, right, right. There's one where like a guy died, old guy died, and he comes back to life now. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. I haven't urban watched Urban Legends since it came maybe out. I'm, maybe I watched the sequel, which was like Urban Legends in the Hood or something. Because like uh, <laughs> that always From has that. White people can't just gentrify buildings. They have to gentrify yeah. movies. <laughs> urban Legends? Okay. Anyways, um, for me, uh, if you're going to watch um, Candyman, uh, I would compare it to like... Like, uh, I know what you did last summer. Like, okay. What, because of the hook? Because <laughs> of the hook, yeah. No, but, like, like just the first one, though. Okay. Because like, where it kind of just sets up a really good kind of, like, story, hmm. kind of. I, so, uh, I'm going to say this about... It's called Urban Legend. Uh-huh. One. Um, Very famous actor comes out in this movie. Two famous actors come out in this movie. Three famous actors. What, three Jared or four? Little? Yeah, Jared Leto comes out. Which hmm. is way young. And then Tara Reid and Joshua Jackson. And I'm sure these other people are famous, just not at me. I will say, Joey, Joey, um, Steve just asked, is there a podcast on Spyro with Chris Rock? There is an episode with Spyro. Mm-hmm. Both me and Joey really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I would say I would like that one better than Kenny, man. I definitely enjoyed Spiral way more than I like Candyman. Even though it's predictable, I really enjoyed it more than I like yeah, Candyman. Yeah, I can't think of anything that goes good with like can, uh, Candyman, though. Mm. It's not very much. It's not much, no. I, I went through the like subject matter of it. Otherwise, it's kind of just like the hook, but also <laughs> mixed with Bloody Mary. Yeah. And and it's 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 good. It's just not great. Um, There is an interesting thing coming out Uh, for... There's a parallel. Do you remember in Conjuring 2, the doll? That, that, yeah. that, that uh, called the Crooked Man, right? The guy who can, like, contorts his body like that? Yeah, yeah. So many parallels in this movie to that. And I was just like, I feel like he made this movie. And then he was like, I should have just made the Crooked Man. <laughs> and the Crooked Man is coming out. Is it really? The Crooked Man is coming out. It, it, the story, it's, he's only writing it. And it has, yeah, and it has been announced. Oh, Whether wow. or not he directs it or what comes of it, who knows? Mm. 
but it's there. They're probably asking him to do Aquaman too. Oh, he's doing Aquaman too. It's filming yeah. right now. I mean, I just saw it right now. And he also co-directed Insidious: The Dark Realm, which I haven't kept up with the Insidious movies. I only watched the first, only watched the first two. Isn't there only two? No, yeah, there's another the third one. I watched the third one too. A skeleton key, I think, is what it called. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. In the first two Insidious movies, really well done movies. Especially I saw the if you one walk before, them back I back. saw the one, the prequel with the old lady. Oh yeah, that I think one that too. might have been the third one. Was that the third one? I don't know. Mm. Anyways, I do have a suggestion for next week. Okay. Uh, my suggestion, since we're getting closer to like scary, like scary season. Ooh. Technically, it is already spooky season. Um, I say Halloween, we watch. Halloween, it's Halloween. a movie that I've been putting off, oh. so I think you'll like it because like I haven't watched this movie and it's a very like Conjuring Three famous movie. No, it's not Conjuring Three. It's um, an American Werewolf in London. Oh, I, I've watched an American Werewolf in Paris. Uh-huh. I've never watched an American Werewolf in London. I don't know if I've watched the London one. I'm it's the original. It's from like nineteen something. Okay, nineteen seventy something. No, maybe I haven't watched it. I've definitely watched Paris, and I feel like maybe on those marathons in October I might have watched it, but I, I can't remember anything. About I it. saw like a clip of it. That's why, and I'm like, oh crap! Like. This looks really good. Like, cause I was looking up like different, uh, like coolest transformations oh, of like, uh-huh. of, like yeah. in scary movies, and I guess that one was like a really good one, and it really was. Okay, completely off topic, but it okay. is about transformations. Okay. Okay, so you remember Raiders of the Lost Ark? When we're not Raiders of the Lost Ark. Excuse, is Raiders like, of the Lost Ark? Might be Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, yeah. it is. Where his face gets melted after he looks opens the Ark of the Covenant, yeah. right? You know the interview? The interview about it? No, no, no. The interview with uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 Right? So at the end of the movie, spoilers for a movie from a long time ago, uh, Kim Jong-il dies. Right? And he gets blown up in the helicopter. Do you remember this? Yeah. So obviously this movie is like filled with like craziness. Actually, if Zach is listening to the podcast, he probably knows what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> um, Cordo Digital does stuff about visual effects and how like they break it down. So they... They watch a movie, they watch different scenes, and they're like, oh, this is probably how they did it, maybe. And then they see how they did it, and they're like, oh, I was right. Um, so Seth Rogen came out on the podcast, on their on their show, because he's a big fan, apparently. And they started doing his movies, yeah. and Chris, uh, he comes out and says, that ending actually got changed 40 times. The original ending that we wanted actually showed his head melting off and then exploding. And they had it filmed, did it, they did it all practical. They wow. put on, they like sculpted the head, head yeah layers and everything heated it fast forwarded it and blew his head up looked beautiful apparently yeah studio said no so they ended up covering up with fire from the from the helicopter exploding yeah. and i was like what and that transformation from raiders of the lost ark is so goddamn good that yeah. they even redid it in the last crusade when the guy turns old oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and i wanted to see this one because i was like man you mentioned transformations. I, I really want to see that cut because <laughs> I want to see how it looked, like how uh, good of a quality it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, Never Probably never going to find it. No, probably not. But I'm down to watch American London, American Werewolf in London, even though the title is stupidly long. What about you? You got any suggestions? For horror movies? Yeah, because, I mean, there's nothing coming out this week. Uh, no, there isn't? I don't think so. Let me September think. 18th? I mean, I heard Conjuring 3 was bad, so I don't know if I want to do that to myself. I'll have to think about it. Conjuring 3? Nah, man, come on. Nah, man. I didn't watch the other Annabelle, too, and that Annabelle was supposed to be good. Uh, what am I thinking of? A good horror movie that Joey hasn't watched. I don't know if you have good suggestions of a horror movie that Joey... It doesn't Joey... have to be a horror movie. It could be just like a slash movie, thriller movie. I mean, like... they're all... they um In my head, they're all in the same category. Um, 
they're different, 100% different. But when I'm thinking of them, they all come up at once. Okay. But yeah, if you guys have any suggestions for a horror movie you guys might want to, might want to watch us watch. It can be like an older one, too. Yeah, I, man. You know, I've never actually watched The Thing, the 80s one. The one with Russell... No. Kurt Russell? Mm-hmm. You never watched that one? Mm-mm. I watched the other one. The original original? No, the one after that. I guess the, oh, the, the newest, new one? The newest the, one. With the white girl? With the white girl. With the... Yeah, with the white girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never watched that one. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyways, there is some new movies coming out, but I don't think you'd want to watch any of these. Uh, what are they? Cry Macho, Cop Shop. Mm. Cop uh, Shop actually doesn't look bad. Card Counter, I heard, was really good. That one I know about, but I can't think of it. And right then now. Blue Bayou. That one I've never heard of. No, it's a it's an independent movie. Um, but oh, there's a new oh this movie with Oscar Isaac. I yeah. actually was interested in this movie. It, isn't it directed by uh, Steven Scorsese? Or oh, not Steven? Come no, on. it's Paul Schrader. Paul Schrader. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, I heard it was really good. Which like, one? Huh? Which one? Card Counter. Oh really? I'm not surprised, dude. Like, he looks good in this movie. Like underrated movie of the year probably wow Supposedly. i don't know and it has I, mean, I haven't watched it yet but me and you both like uh poker movies so i mean we do really love poker movies although i didn't watch the gambler mm, i wanted to though <laughs> i wanted to too but i was at the same time <laughs> I heard I was it was like, less about the car like about, about uh, him playing and it was more about like his addiction to like drugs eh. and stuff like that i mean Anyways. it does have an 86 percent on well, tomatoes i guess we'll talk about it later if you guys have any suggestions for movies that you would like us to watch feel free to give us those suggestions on instagram send us a mm-hmm. message put, put it on a comment whatever you need to do get it to us by the way joey we are very very close to turning 30 to hitting yeah oh. i mean that too thanks uh for that. <laughs> i really didn't need that well there goes my day um no we are really close to hitting over 1,000 downloads for the entire time we, we started Woo! this podcast we are eight more Downloads it from only reaching took, a what, 100 episodes? Uh, <laughs> actually, today is number 40. Wow. So if you divide it out, it's not that bad. We've been doing okay. Yeah. Not not the best thing in the world, but also not the worst. <laughs> uh, no, I, I thank you guys for listening. Thank you, everybody, for yeah. giving us this hast. I think it's almost been a year, so I appreciate it. It's almost been a year. It's uh, going to be a year, like, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. So maybe we'll do something special for then. But otherwise than that, go watch the movies. Oh man. I'm trying to